Uh, welcome to episode 22 of the Lovecraft Tapes, an actual play Call of Cthulhu 7th edition RPG podcast using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. Your investigators of the unknown are Brian Johnson as Samantha. I just don't like it. I don't like it one bit. George Gallagher as Charles. Hi, I'm George. And Matt Zielish as Dan. I've been blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Douche. Well, that was rather rude. It's wrapped up like a douche in the middle of the night. That's not the lyric. I've always wondered what that lyric is. Quick sidebar. It's a deuce. Deuce. Deuce, number two. Sidebar deuce. All right, so how's everybody doing tonight? What are we eating and drinking? I'm drinking Ipswich Oatmeal Stout. Not eating anything. I have Virgil's Cream Soda. I'm drinking water because it's good for you. That's uh, not. That's an alternative fact. That's that's fake news. I'm drinking uh, Old Nations New Orthodox IPA series M43 Northeast Pale Ale. That's what I meant. That's what I have too. My God, is that good? So uh, before we continue, we do need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Stormy days got you down. Are your loved ones slowly going mad from the deluge of bad weather? Change their tune and come home to thunderous applause when you join in on the underground sensation sweeping the nation that is. Dr. Edward Pretorius's electromagnetic resonating lightning rods. That's right. This is more than just a mere metal pole you stick in a hole in the ground. This is a new form of entertainment. Watch as the lightning rod amazes, mystifies, and entices your family with the promise of otherworldly good times. Good news, Dr. Pretorius has been working hard to get you government subsidies to make his rod affordable to everyone. Buy one of Dr. Edward Pretorius' electromagnetic resonating lightning rods, and you can expect a downpour of discounts. Why, it's practically raining savings over here. The sheer amount of value we've put into this product is shocking, so what are you waiting for? Order yours today! Dr. Pretorius is not responsible or liable for any previously unstated side effects caused by the close proximity of the lightning rods, such as nausea, heartburn, headaches, a sudden urge to dress in leather, stimulation of the pineal gland, appearance of subterranean monsters from another dimension, or temporary permanent insanity. Supplies are limited, so buy yours today before this deal disappears in a flash of lightning. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry, I fell asleep there. I'm glad we got paid for that one. And now we need to listen to the players recap what happened last time. And we'll start with Charles. I hate the rain. Just the sound of falling water gives me the creeps. And now we're surrounded by it. Detective Burt wants me to inspect the murder victim. She's a strange cop, squeamish and nervous. I reluctantly perform an investigation of the body. Find that James Kosal's killer kneeled on his back for leverage to strangle him and then carved a pentagram on his inner thigh. Oh, sweet Jesus. Just... We tried to round up the guests for questioning in the restaurant, but that went south fast. Especially since the young lady in the room next to mine accuses me of sleepwalking last night. I don't remember anything. The power goes out in the hotel. Sam and I decided to check in on the old lady down the road and make sure she's okay. I hate thunder. I mean, you can never really tell how loud it'll be, and it just startles me every time. I guess that's why I didn't stick around to inspect that busted-up bridge more closely. I hightailed it out of there quick. Maybe too quickly. Some damn shape darted in front of my car on the way back, and I slid off the road, busted the front axle all up. I had to walk all the way back, just in time for another blast of thunder and the lights to go out. 
Some of the men are talking about trying to find a fishing boat to get off the island now that the phones and internet are down. I wanted to tag along, but the others thought I might find something of interest in the guest registry. Unfortunately, Mr. Purfoy seems to have disappeared into his office. I hate the lightning. So unpredictable. Like electric death out of the blue. I try to help the hotel manager with some of the confused guests, but they are too afraid now. Everyone seems to have a different idea. Wait out the storm until help arrives? Try to find a boat? Somewhere, hiding, there's a killer who has claimed at least one victim so far. Dad and I head over to Betsy's house to see if she needs any help. We find the front door smashed open and the house ransacked. Muddy footprints lead upstairs to Betsy's bedroom, where we see her nailed to the wall. And now we continue episode 22. Dan, the figure rushing toward you from the dark, resolves to reveal Mr. Purfoy. He lowers his flashlight and grabs your shoulders. Someone broke into my office and stole one of our master keys. Can you alert that nice policewoman? She mentioned she had a fingerprint collection kit. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go find her. Is uh, oh, thank you. Anything else missing? Oh, not that I can tell. Uh, uh, uh I'll, I'll keep looking around, but uh, uh, the key's gone. Okay, okay. You, you keep searching. Make sure they didn't find anything else. I'm going to go find uh, our police friend. Oh, I'm going to. Leave him in his office, and I'm going to head out and try and find Carol. He hands you a parka, and you slough it on, and go out the front door, and you can just barely see through the rain the trio of people who left. Carol, Burt, Dennis, and Glenn. Okay, I'm going to do my best to jog through this very heavy rain to catch up. You rush up to the trio of travelers. Carol, Burt, listens to your report. Uh, hey, I was just trying to take a look at the guest registry in Mr. Purfoy's office. Yeah. And he he told me that someone broke in and oh, they God. took one of the master keys. Oh, now they have access to every room. Yeah, that can't be good. Okay, okay. Um, I'll go check it out. Uh, you go with these guys. See if there's another Got way it. off this island. And then she starts trotting back towards the hotel. Glenn and Dennis continue to head west towards the river's edge. Uh, I guess I will reluctantly follow them further out into this terrible storm. Overhead, the darkened skies hold no promise of abatement. Mud sucks at your shoes, soaking your feet, threatening to pull you down into the softened earth. If I get trench foot, I'm suing. Thunder rumbles constantly, unpredictably. It almost sounds like someone grumbling under their breath. After a good 20 minutes of slogging through the wet, you finally reach the shoreline. It is flooded nearly 30 feet past the embankment, and the river is rushing quickly. You can barely make out the opposite shore in the gloom. As you watch, a small tree is uprooted. It falls into the water, ushered out of sight southward. Glenn puts his hands on his hips, scouring the area, before finally turning back to yell over the sound of the rising storm. My goddamn boat is gone! I think I saw another one tied up to the north yesterday. Gotta check! He begins walking briskly in that direction. Dennis sidles up next to you and shouts, He's chasing his tail. I want to check out that Farmex building. A place like that has to have other ways to communicate with the outside world. Without waiting for your response, he begins heading southeast. <laughs> Choose your adventure! <laughs> if you'd like to go north, please turn to page 7. I'm going to finger mark this page, and if I choose wrong, I'm just going to flip back like nothing happened and do it all over again. Because who didn't read Choose Your Own Adventure books that way? I'm going to follow, was it Dennis going to the Farmex building? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow him. You basically start jogging after him 
And now we'll switch over to Sam and Charles. Charles is in charge of this scene. Samantha. Charles. The sound of Samantha's flashlight hitting the ground is thunderous, even with the pounding rain overhead. Another stroke of lightning illuminates the hideous scene before you, but the initial shock is lessened. From the doorway, you're able to make out that the bed has been stripped, the slightly askew mattress soaked in blood beneath Betsy's dangling corpse. That's fun. Looks like someone was trying to recreate Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. I'm going to fumble back for my flashlight and try to pick it up. You do so? I hold it shaking, aimed at her body. What the hell is happening here? What the f- Why don't you give me a spot roll? Air spot. <laughs> here, boy. You want both spot rolls or just him? Just her for now. I needed a 76. I got a 36. So, Samantha, as you hold the shaking flashlight, uh, you do notice that it appears that Betsy's ha- head is sort of hanging down, and you can see like a little bit of blood dripping from where her face would be onto the mattress. And you can see that there are maybe strips of cloth covering her eyes and mouth. Dad, what is happening? What could do this to somebody? I have no freaking clue. I think we need to get back right away. Uh, yeah, let's get out of here. I'm scared. So you head away from the crime scene. So we'll switch back to Dan. It takes a couple minutes to catch up to Dennis. He looks grateful for the company. You both struggle across the increasingly muddy terrain until he suddenly stops and points, There! You squint through the slanted rain and spot a dark figure darting around the corner of the Farmex building. Who's going to be out here in a storm like this? I, I was out here earlier when the storm wasn't quite this hard and I didn't see anyone, so... Only one way to find out, and he starts running. Ah, crap. You know, this is how people get killed in movies, right? I'm going to run after him. You both uh, arrive to the front of the building, and you can see very quickly that the front entry has been smashed, and there are muddy footprints leading inside. Oh, boy. You know, on one hand, I kind of want to go in there, but on the other hand, you know, the rules of horror movies state that I should stay very far away from this situation. Dennis heads in. Uh do I have, uh, like, a flashlight or anything on me, or can I pull out my phone and use that as a flashlight to go in after him? You can absolutely use your phone, um, and if you give me a luck roll, uh, that'll help you out with the flashlight. Ooh, I needed a 65, and I roll a 26. You have a flashlight. Awesome. A very nice Brinkman with a high beam. Cool. I'm going to pull out my Brightman, flip it on, and carefully step into the building Uh, I'm going to attempt to not step on the muddy footprints that are there. I want to try and preserve those. Inside, you can see that uh, the footprints continue, and although they are becoming less and less distinct as it moves into the interior of the building. Beyond the entry, you can see it's essentially a small lobby. Uh, There is a uh, corridor heading off to the right and a corridor heading straight. There is a small little desk there for a secretary or reception. Can I go behind the desk and see if there are any any papers or anything that I could look through to see if I can't figure out what they're doing with this building? Reception desk is pretty well packed up, so there are a couple file cabinets there, but they are closed. Um, there are no stray papers or anything like that. There's not. I'm guessing there's like a computer that just happens to be turned on, or uh, there is a computer there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, power is out. Did I see where where Dennis went, or is he like in the same in the same like front room as I am? He is there with you in the lobby, and he's just kind of looking around and you know getting a lay of the land and uh, flashing his flashlight on the floor, trying to find uh, where the muddy footprints went. And he he's not having a good time of it. 
Well, it looks like we lost those footprints. At this point, they could be who knows where in this building. Well, should we split up? Maybe it's someone needing help. I really don't like the idea of splitting up. I mean, if we're together and one of us gets jumped by something or someone, then the other one's there to help. Okay, good plan. So which way should we go? Uh, I'm going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo this and say we take the hallway on the right. Uh, well, game over. We're all dead. <laughs> I'm going to take my finger and go back to the previous page before I made my last decision. <laughs> so uh, you turn down the corridor to the right, moving slowly, I assume, and with your flashlight as the thunder continues to pound outside. You can quickly see that down this corridor are a series of what appear to be little private suites. Yeah, they actually even have beds in them. Uh, All of the doors are open. There's about five of these little suites. Um, They're almost like mini hotel rooms, but a little bit more executive-like. They have desks, and quite clearly, these are rooms that are used for visiting uh, Pharmex employees or executives to stay while they're here having a conference, for instance. Do any of them look like they're currently in use or have been recently used? Are no, they, they all... are all extremely clean and packed up. And there's like all the the windows are intact. It doesn't look like anyone tried to get in through any other means other than just smashing down the front door. Nope. These, are, these all look pretty pristine, actually. Well, this looks like our hospitality wing. And from what I can tell, it looks like no one's been here in a while. This yeah, is it looks all... that way. I mean, if this is all they're using the place for, why would someone want to break in? Maybe looking for shelter? Maybe. I mean, I like the little mini hotel sh- soaps and shampoos as much as anyone else, but I'm not going to break into a random building to take them. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Maybe they're look- same as us, looking for some com- way of communication. Maybe. I say, since there's nothing here, nothing that I can see, why don't we turn around and try that other hallway? All right, cool. Maybe that'll give us some more clues as to what's going on here. No, nope, you're the boss. Or, or was that Tony? I don't remember. You guys turn around and make your way back up to the lobby. And uh, as I said, the uh, hallway that goes, you know, it's basically straight past. Uh, it looks like it's about maybe about three or four office doors that are all closed. Uh, there, there are three on the left and four on the right. And at the very end is uh, what appears to be a door to like maybe a conference room or something. Uh, I'm going to try all the doorknobs to see if any of the, the offices are unlocked. All right. Do you want to take the left or the right? He's willing to help out. So we got three on the left and four on the right. I'll take the four on the right. Uh, so you try the first one, and it appears to be uh, a pretty standard, very small office with a computer and a file cabinet and that sort of thing. And each of the seven, actually, the three and the four, are almost identical. It's actually devoid of any kind of personal items. You don't see any little, uh, you know, Mondo posters or little figurines or anything like that. Obviously keep their uh, their offices very tidy. Doesn't look like they're leaving us many clues either. Well, you see, we check out that door at the end. Maybe... He shrugs, yeah. Oh, I'm going to walk down to the end of the hallway and open that final door. You open the door to the conference room. Inside, it is pitch black from walls to floor to ceiling. In fact... The floor appears to be writhing in a swirling mass of darkness. Mm, That's good. As you look closer, you realize the room is filled with crows. They begin to call loudly in unison. Stand there for a a second and then slowly close the door and back away. Well, first, why don't you go ahead and give me a sanity roll? Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Ha ha. I needed a 56. I rolled 45. All right, you do not take any sanity damage. Something flies through a broken window at the back of the room and lands on the conference table. 
It is quite clearly a lit stick of dynamite with its wick nearly burned away. Oh, fuck. What is this? The Looney Tunes? The crows flap their wings and fill the room with obsidian chaos. Only now can you see other bundles of dynamite placed strategically in the corners of the room. So, I'm going to need a dex roll from Guys, you. I feel like it might be Roadrunner. Uh, assuming you're going to run. Uh, no, I'm just going to stand there. <laughs> hey, what's that shiny sparkly thing? He's just he's going to go out with grace. No point in fighting it. May as well just go down with dignity. Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> I needed a 60 and I rolled a 74. So that would be a failure. Would you like to either push the roll or use up luck? Or do you want to just let that ride? Mm, I mean, it is dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, uh, boy. You know what? I'm going to do something stupid, and I'm going to spend 14 of my luck points to make no, sure that I... No, push the roll. It's so much more exciting. So make sure I don't lose any limbs. I like all having all of them where they are. All right. So go ahead and subtract 14 from your luck. What's that put you down to? Uh, 51. And with that dexterity success, you barely miss it. It's your vital organs, and now you're just a vegetable. You lose all four limbs. <laughs> Woohoo! Describe to me how you get out of this building. Slam the door shut, spin around, yell, run, grab Dennis, head down the hallway, turn into one of the small offices, and jump through the window like an action star. Wow. I love it. So you you run as fast as you can to one of the offices and dive towards the window. At that exact moment, the explosion rocks the building. You are hurtled the rest of the way through the window and land out into the pouring rain into a muddy field. And a moment later, the smoking corpse of Dennis lands near you. He shouldn't smoke. I could kill him. Yeah, so much to talk to him about that. Well, shit. So we'll switch back to Sam and Charles. Hey, Dad, aren't you glad we have all our body parts? I'm not usually that into it. You guys make your way down the staircase from Betsy's house, and you're about halfway down the stairs when you hear a distant explosion, and you feel a slight tremor. Jeepers. I'm going to need each of you to make a listen roll. I needed a 50, and I rolled a 78. So you both failed your listen roll, so you don't hear anything more. You just hear this reverberation that's pretty far away. You're not quite sure where it came from, but uh, you do feel a slight tremor, and then it stops. What the hell was that? Um, Earthquake. New Hampshire's known for the earthquakes. Oh, shoot. I thought it was something like an explosion that almost took out my fiance. Oh, heart's beating. I suppose we better go check it out, because apparently no one else in this group decides to do anything ever worthwhile. Where do you think it came from? Down by the bridge? I couldn't tell. With all the lightning, thunder, and rain. Is there any smoke or fire or debris visible? So you step out onto the porch, and uh, you, you basically just see the dark skies. So we don't see any debris or smoke or fire? Nope. Your visibility is not very good. See, this is why we need a better marketing plan. All right, Dad, are we working our way over to where? Should we go back to the contented cow, or do you want to still go look and see where that explosion We should probably from? go look around. Okay. I feel like that might have been noteworthy. You lead. I'll follow. So I guess let's just go building to building. That's all I can think of. Okay, let's go towards the cranberry farm. Cranberry farm. Do, 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 do. So uh, you start trotting along the road uh, down towards the uh, cranberry farm. Let's go ahead and switch back to Dan real quick. Dan, you find yourself laying in the mud and the rain getting a mouthful of rain like a turkey, staring up at the sky. Am I missing an eyebrow? A smoking corpse next to you? You know, this is not how I imagined my vacation going. 
I got away from the university to avoid smoking corpses. It's hard to roll those corpses up before you smoke them. I know, and you know, if Matt just took his time, he'd be better at it. Look, I'm looking at some YouTube tutorials. Uh, I'm going to get up and try and clean some of the mud off of my face and hands and arms and whatnot. I'm going to uh, look down at Dennis and tell him to stay put. He does not respond. What a dick. He never listens. I want to head back towards the contented cow. Uh, You head in that general direction. Why don't you go ahead and give me a... Which is higher, listener or spot? My listen is higher than my spot. How about a listen? I needed a 61 and I rolled a 99. That's a extreme fail. I have 99 problems and all of them are me rolling dice. A bolt of lightning strikes the ground about 50 feet from you. You feel heat of the sizzle from the bolt melt a little bit of your parka. And then the terrible, terrible thunder erupts in your ear. I'm going to need you to make a sanity roll. We've already established how terrible I'm rolling right now. Yes. It's only going to get worse, buddy. No, it's not. I needed a 56 and I rolled a 48. You do manage to escape any kind of sanity damage. However, you have a consistent ringing in your ears. Well, we're going to say you're completely deaf in your left ear for at least a day. That's what a critical fumble is going to do to you. That's how you get tinnitus. So uh, and what that's going to do, it's going to give you pretty much any listen, for, listen roll from here on out for one day is going to require a uh, difficult uh, success. So you stumble a little bit from the uh, bolt and sort of run away towards the contented cow. Sam and Charles, you approach the Cranberry Farms building and all appears to be as it was when you last saw it other, other than much more soggy. Nothing out of the ordinary here. So let's go to the next place, which was the over at the and the also, but the Farmex. So you make your way back in. It's about right where, where you get to that crossroads, I think. Uh, you see a monstrous bolt of lightning strike just to the north of Farmex. And in that brief flash, you can see smoke pouring out of Farmex building. Rising to the heavens. We might want to go check that out. Call it a hunch. And you can also see in that brief flash, the building itself is just rubble. I mean, it's just ragged facade. Not much of it left. And then it becomes dark again. Well, that's bad. Maybe we should just go back to the contented cow, Dad. Or should we make sure there's no one in there? I'm, I'm, I'm getting really scared. Fine, we can go back. Talk to me, damn it. I just want you to know you'll be responsible for their death, but that's fine. If you want to go back, we can go back. Yeah, I think we should go back. Okay, let's go back. I'm, I'm getting creeped out. I didn't know I raised such a pussy, but fine. We're going to head down the road, take a right, and we're going to head up towards where Farmex is, but we're going to veer off to go to the Contented Cow. We'll switch back to Dan real quick. So, Dan, you, you managed to make it back to the Contented Cow. You see that the lobby door is uh, has been left open, and rain sort of pouring into the entryway. Uh, I'm going to walk into the lobby and close the door behind me. The sickly yellow glow of the backup lights gives the hotel lobby a ghoulish vibe. Behind the front desk, Mr. Purfoy stands to attention. His hair is must. There is a peculiar stain on his jacket lapel. He is grinning in mock welcome while his eyes dart all around the room. Um, 
Mr. Purfoy, yes, is everything yes, okay yes. here? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yes. I, God, I hope so. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 everything's tipped up. Uh, it looks like the lights might have gone out. Oh, go, oh, my. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, so we're, we're on the generator. It's no problem. The backup, it's fine. Uh, do you know where Carol? Do you have you have you seen Carol recently? I need to talk to her. Well, well no, I haven't seen her at all. Weren't you supposed to go get her? She said she was coming back here to look at your office. I told her about the break-in. Oh, oh uh, no, 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 I don't. No idea. Sorry, I haven't seen her. Uh, you look like you got a little something right here, and I'm gonna point to the stain on his jacket. Why don't you go ahead and give me a spot check? I needed a forty-five, and I rolled a fifty-one. It looks like just. Uh, some weird greasy glob of greasy grammy for guts mutilated like monkey meat flesh and he wipes it off his lapel and then licks his fingers that's comforting should probably get that to the dry cleaner before that sets in oh right away sir good good point good very good sir yes are you sure you didn't see carol come back no no i haven't seen her not at all nope nope and he licks his fingers again did you ever get the uh the backup registry out of your safe oh oh uh yes um Absolutely. One moment, sir. And he hops back into his office. A minute goes by. Another minute goes by. Deja vu. And then he pops out. Oh, here it is, sir. Found it. Found it. Here you go. Great. I hope you find what you're looking for. Me too. And then uh, in walk Charles and Samantha. Sopping wet. Hey, guys. What happened to you? Why are you yelling? What? Dan, are you okay? Read my lips. Are you okay? I no longer love you that way. No, I don't have any old bay. I'm sorry. This is this is a weird time to be wanting to cook. I'm going to um, run up to Dan and take a look at him and look in his eyes and see if I can figure out what's wrong. You can see that his uh, parka is uh, essentially melted on one side. Holy shit. On his left side. What happened to you? Lightning. Big lightning. Like, close by. We can see you took an English class. <laughs> Good. You speak it. Well, fire bad. (laughs) (laughs) Go sit down real quick. Just get off your feet. I point over to, I'm assuming there's something in the lobby where he can sit. Go sit in that chair. Go sit in that chair. Okay. I'm going to start looking through this registry. And Mr. Perfoy is looking very confused. He's like, "Uh, uh, what's going on? Is everything okay? Dad? Dan might be deaf. Not necessarily a problem, but. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, things are just very tents around here what, what what happened while we were gone nothing nothing everything's been fine tip top are the guests okay oh well I, I assume so i think they're all in the rooms most likely and you still have not found the master key that's missing no no i, I sent dan to uh fetch carol burt hey burt focus guys this is not a time for joking around well dad i need to get dan upstairs and figure out exactly what's wrong with him make sure that i can get him cleaned up and help if i can I think we should stick together. I agree. I don't really trust anybody at this point. What, what do you mean, ma'am? No offense, but we're going to stick with ourselves. But you're right very now. suspicious. <laughs> we're concerned you might be murdering people. Murder? What? No, no. Uh, I didn't do that to Mr. Kosil. I would never do anything like that. It's funny I didn't mention his name. I'm the manager. I would know his name. But I didn't mention it. Doesn't that seem funny to you? Hey, when is the last time you saw Betsy? Well, she thinks she was here for lunch, wasn't she? Yesterday? Was it today or yesterday? Why? Where is she? Uh, Reno. 911. That, that makes no sense. There's no way off the island, is there? Uh, you can get to Reno from pretty much anywhere. It's kind of a travel Just hub. Turn left at Albuquerque. I'm afraid uh, there's some horrible news. We went to check on her at her house and she's been killed as well. Uh, oh, 
Okay, okay. Get all of yourself, Stephen. We can do this. Okay. Kind of hamming it up there, Steve, aren't you? If I have the solution, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a key, and he tosses it to Charles, and he says, You're the manager now. Time for a swim. And he rushes out the front door. Where do you think he's going at a time like this? To the pool. He just said it. And you can see that his long, gangly legs and uh, arms are swinging wide in some weird, silly walk. And he's just heading, making a beeline uh, west to the uh, shoreline. He does know that there's no way off the island, right? I don't think he cares. He will shortly. No, no, he doesn't have to worry about bears. Dan, come with me. We're going to go upstairs. Got it. I'm going to hop up off my my bench, close up the registry, and uh, follow Sam. Bring the registry with you. I'm going to bring this registry with me. Okay, good. Come on, Dad, let's go. You're the manager now. Look at me. I am the manager now. Let's go unlock everybody's door and bust in on them. Yeah. All right. Well, if we have the master key, where where do you want to hold up? Should we go to our room or should we find a more secure location? I think we should go to Home Depot and get this duplicated before we lose it. Because that's just proper plan. (laughs) Oh, I flip it over. The key says do not duplicate. Just scratch it out. Just scratch it out, man. I know a guy. I know a rogue locksmith. He doesn't play by anybody's rules. Now, all you have to do is scratch not on top of the other one. So it says do not not duplicate, which means you can duplicate. (laughs) Okay, so you want to scratch something into a key that says do not duplicate. And it's that you want to add the word not. Yeah, double negative. It cancels it out. Or should we go to like a maintenance room that has tools that could be used as weapons. I'm thinking I'm What's thinking, that game? Uh, for, Dead, Dead fortify Rising? ourselves until uh, the storm is over. Let's see what we can find. Maybe we should get a little bit of food from the kitchen while we're right here to take with us. Fine. Okay, I'm going to go into the kitchen. Uh, the kitchen is pretty much open. It's very dark. You see just like a couple bulbs that are lit, casting that weird yellowish glow. So, And obviously all of the power's off. So you tell me what you find. All right, I'm going to um, open up the first refrigerator I come to. I'm assuming they have multiples and see what I see. You see pretty much anything you expect to see in a hotel refrigerator. Cold cuts, uh, leftover chicken. All right, I'm going to grab a bunch of the cold cuts. I'm going to look around for some fruit. What kind of fruit do you find? Um, I got apples and bananas and uh, three oranges. Uh, you also find a kiwi fruit, too. Ooh, I don't want the kiwi. You find someone from New Zealand? Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna gather up uh, three of each item and with the meat, and I'm gonna see if I can find a loaf of bread. And I'm gonna head back out and say, okay, I've got some provisions. Let's go. These are the most specific provisions I've ever seen in my life. I've got some provisions. Let's go. Okay, now we can go for a very long walk with a very large dog and find a bottle of mysterious liquid. Where do you think the best spot is, Dad? Don't say the bar. I say the maintenance. If there's a ma- anywhere with tools that can be sharp and hard and heavy uh we will say that uh there's probably a maintenance room downstairs in the basement let's go uh the basement is where you know most of the demons are staff stays let's go i've got my flashlight i tell dan dan get your flashlight out not that flashlight flashlight so you you make your way down to the uh maintenance room maintenance room wilderness girls wilderness girls that's the voice you hear Tim Curry at the end of the hallway. You happen on the uh, maintenance room? Let's go in. Okay, you're in. All right. I'm bored. That was easy. (laughs) I don't want to be in a maintenance room. Where's my Game Boy? You didn't bring that little USB light that plugs into it. You're not going to be able to see it. I found the biggest hammer that's sharpened to the sharpest edge that you've ever seen. And it somehow has a shotgun attached. That's right. A shotgun and a chainsaw. And they all pop out like a... Swiss Army. It's a shotgun that shoots other shotguns that shoot chainsaws. It's really cool. 
Let us shoot bees. Not the bees! All that are on fire. Everything that we just said I is on fire. I find a roofer's hammer. One of those big roofer's hammers, and I, I snag that up. Roofie hammers? It's my version of a roofie. Uh, Dan's just going to kind of hang in one of the corners and keep kind of leafing through the the uh, the registry using the flashlight. What's he doing in the corner over there with that flashlight? So tell me what your guys' uh, plan is and what the hell you're doing. We should assemble some weaponry. Should assemble some Avengers. Yeah, let's see what let's see what we've got, Dad. I found this hammer. What did you find? I found some nails and a baseball bat. What are you going to do with the nails? Combine the nails and the baseball bat. I'm going to look around and see if I can find something for Danny. Oh, I happen to find a hatchet. I'm going to go slowly tap Danny on the shoulder and hand it to him. Slow, slowly tap him on the head shoulder? <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to freak out. I mean, he can't hear a damn thing. I'm going to um, put my hand on his head and tip his head to the side with my flashlight so I can kind of see in his ear. Uh, you do see uh, that his ear does appear to be red, maybe slightly swollen. Uh, looks like maybe he got a little bit of a burn. Does he have tinnitus? Are you in pain? No, no, I, I haven't rode on a train. Are you in pain? No, I said, did you pull a train? Uh, <laughs> Are you in French bread? I'm going to turn my head so that I get can hear better, so my my right ear is to her. Are you in pain, Dan? Uh, no, I'm okay for the moment. Shake it I up. jam the hatchet in his good ear. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 you oh. in pain now? Tis only a flesh wound. But a scratch. How about you? I'm gonna look at his other ear, his good ear too, just to see if it's if there's any damage to it. No, it looks pretty good. It looks like what you've nibbled on for a while. Still hideously deformed as before. This hatchet is just in case, Dan. Uh, okay, thanks. Um, I don't know if you know, but I was trying to get the ledger from Purfoy to to see if there were any guests here that we didn't know about or we hadn't seen yet, and he came out of his office saying that someone had broken in and stolen one of the master keys. So I went out to find Carol because she had a fingerprint kit. We wanted her to fingerprint the place, see if she could pick anything up. She left me with Dennis and Glenn. Uh, we went down to the shoreline, but his Glenn's boat was missing. So he said he was going to go north to see if there was another boat up there. But Dennis went east to check out the Farmex building. And I figured that it'd be better to check out that building because he you know he was right there might have been another means of communication is what we thought maybe they had like a satellite phone or something like that so we got to the farmex building and we saw someone lurking around the outside uh didn't see anything other than a shadow but we we got around to the front door and someone had busted the thing wide open and i mean you and me were there earlier and you saw just what kind of door that was so mm-hmm. yeah i mean literally like someone also had would. blown it wide open <laughs> Yeah, balsa wood front door. Great idea. And there were there were these uh, muddy, weird muddy footprints leading into the building. So we went in and we checked the place out. It has it. It was basically what we thought. One side of the building was like suite hotel rooms for people, and the other side was offices. But there was a conference room at the end of the hallway. I opened the door, and the entire place, floor to ceiling, was covered in crows. Crows? Yeah crows and then what the hell? i i mean i was just as weirded out as you are they started crowing at me in unison mind you which did not help and then i noticed that there was a lit stick of dynamite on the conference table and that there was dynamite placed all over the room what the hell you interrupted a dynamite meeting so i ran down the hall and i Tom cruised out a window. Look, I was panicking and I needed a quick exit, okay? Partway through the window when the the whole building went kaboom, I landed 
uh, I rolled over, and that's when the smoldering corpse of Dennis also landed next oh to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, he didn't quite make it out. Did you tell him to stay put? Yeah, I made sure he stayed put. Good. He's He's still where I left him. And as I got up to walk away, this absolutely massive lightning bolt struck the ground about 50 feet away from me, which probably explains why this thing is partially melted and why I can't hear out of my left ear right now. But we didn't see any evidence of, of anyone in there other than those footprints. I mean, the place was immaculate. Everyone, everything was like anal retentive neat and clean and tidy. So they were muddy footprints? Yeah, muddy footprints led into the lobby and then just kind of disappeared. Well, we went and checked on Betsy and we found the same thing. The front door was smashed in. Muddy footprints led upstairs. Dan, somebody killed her. Sounds like murder-suicide to me. She was nailed to the wall. Nailed to the... Oh. And I think her face was missing. Oh, dear Lord. It wasn't missing. It just... We weren't quite sure where it was right then. We'll find it. I don't think we'll find it. Why would someone steal a face? Sounds like the plot to a bad action movie. I think it's John Travolta. At least it's not Nicolas Cage. Then we'd really be in trouble. Too late. Well, it sounds like we had both had horrifying experiences. I'm glad you're okay. I give him a big hug and a kiss on his cheek. Hey, that's disgusting. Can you please keep this professional? I thought we left Arkham to get away from this kind of stuff. You know, this is supposed to be a nice week away. We're supposed to relax and... Bitching about it won't help. <laughs> I know, Dan. I'm sorry. I'm on edge. Uh, I don't blame you with all the weird shit happening. Between my mom, my dad, and now this, I don't think I can keep it together. I think I'm going to roll for sanity. Voluntary rolling for sanity. Great plan. Why would you do that? Because I'm insane in the membrane. I needed a 51. I got a 38. I'm still sane. You're fine. You're fine right now. I'm distraught. At least for now. Okay. We got to focus. We got to make sure we get through this storm and through this day. And then we got to get the hell off of this island. I'm looking at the ledger and it seems that this all the staff were down here. In this room? <laughs> in the basement. Uh, there's a whole list of, of basement rooms. Okay. Maybe, maybe we should check them out to make sure there's nobody down here so we'll stay safe. Yeah, I'm trying to, to match names to rooms here, but... It's pretty tough. It might take me a bit. You want to work on that while Dad and I go check the rooms here downstairs? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna rack my brain for the names of the guests we've met, and I'll see if anyone in here is not someone we know. Maybe one of the guests that are hiding out somewhere knows something or is our killer or who knows what come over here and sit by this this pipe i believe it's a vent pipe i want you to bang on that if you see or hear anything okay that should give us a, a big enough echo even with the storm upstairs to hear you and we can come back as fast as we can gotcha does that sound good dad you want to go i guess so because if there's anybody else down here they might need our help and we can get them in here if we're all together in one spot it's going to be a lot harder for, for him to pick us off all right, let's go. All right, so each floor, including the basement, has essentially 10 rooms. Okay. And they're labeled 101 through 110. Let's start at the back and work our way towards the maintenance room. All right, so 107. Sure. Should we knock first or just open? You have the key. I can't think of a situation where we sh- would be better off not having the element of surprise. So I think we just go in. I'm ready. I'm right behind you. I cock my cock my uh, hammer back. I'm going to take the key out, place the key in the lock. Uh-huh. I then will turn the key in the proper direction. All right. And then I will open the door. All right, why don't you go ahead and give me a dex roll? For key turning, I needed a 40 and I got a 7. Or a 67. So you're completely caught off guard when the door leaps out of your hand and Dolph takes a swing and punches you right in the nose. You take a point of damage and fall on the ground. Fair enough. Wait, 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 wait. 
He, he stands looking at you. Yes, little lady? That's my dad. We're here to try to find people so we can all be together and not... I'm so sorry. I, I, I apologize. I'm so sorry. And he picks you up. Cradles him. Ow. I remember our good times. Are you okay, Mr. Blaine? Well, I suppose that wasn't necessarily oh, c- unexpected. C- come in, come in. We're safe. Come in. You too, little lady. We're all down in the maintenance room. We're trying to gather up everybody so we can all be in one spot with only one exit. Who is there? Who is there? My my fiance Dan. Oh, the yes, the the little guy. Okay, got it. Mister Purfoy just left. He went out the front door and ran. Oh, oh God. Well, come, come in, come in. I have uh, I have uh, vodka. Come in. Well, we we want to check each room. Do you want to go with us to check each room or meet us at the? No, 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 no. I I would stay here with my vodka. You're gonna stay by yourself? Yes, I can control it myself. I can handle it. Okay, well, shut your door and lock it. We're gonna. I, I'm going to. Uh... No vodka. No, I don't want any vodka. We need to keep our wits about us. Just a little sip? I don't want any vodka. It's good as Russia. From Mother Russia. Mother Rufy's Russia. Ah, da, da. All right. All right. I, I will stay. Uh, you, you, good luck. I wait for police. If if we have any trouble, I'll knock three times so you know it's us. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, little lady. A quick thought here. If you think about what the most traditional regular knock in the world is, it's it's three knocks. I'm just not saying it's a bad plan, but I'm heavily implying it. And, and Dolph shuts the door. And then you can hear uh, um, Russian music playing in the background. Aww. Okay. Next room. 109. Same plan this time. You uh, duck or should we knock? I suppose we should do the same thing again and duck. I'm ready. Cock back Bonds my ready. hammer. You open the door, and you see an empty room. Hello? Is anybody in here? There's no answer. You don't know if they're hiding in the closet, Dad. There's no closet. There's a shiver rope. It's just one big square, and that's it, with a bucket in the corner. Yes. Now, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty standard uh, hotel room. Looking from the doorway, it's a pretty standard hotel room. All right, I'm going to step in real quick and just shine my flashlight around. If anybody's here, we're hiding in the maintenance. If you want to come with us, let us know now, or we're going to shut and relock the door. Why don't you give me a listen roll? I needed a 50. I got a 87. No answer. All right. Okay. Let's shut the door and go to the next room. Let's go to 110 because it's uh, we're now across the hall. So it's every it's odds and evens, right? Sure. That's what I was assuming. Should we have looked in the closet? We can. Let's go back and look. Let's look in the closet. Expecting someone to come out of the closet, are we? The one who just spoke up. If I was in the closet, do you guys think I would say, let's go look in the closet? Or do you say, hey, we're in the closet? Duh. I have got your back. I'm going to have you open the closet, and I'll be standing there ready to go. I really feel like I'm taking the brunt of the risk in this group. Just saying. Open the closet. Charles opens the closet. Roll your decks, George. Needed a 40, got a 35. Awesome. So you barely are able to sidestep a large Jamaican lady who uh, popped out of the bathroom with a mop and tried to push you into the closet. What are you doing? You're just like that priest. I'm not Get out going of my room. Lulu! Lulu! And another lady uh, comes comes around the corner from the bedroom, and her eyes are just wide. She's holding a lamp with a lampshade off, turned around like a club. Okay, I, I put my hands up. It's okay, it's okay. We're just trying to find everybody to make sure everybody's okay. What are you okay. doing? What are you doing? Get out of our room. Fucking murderers. Get out of here. What are you talking about? Think we murderers, you'd be alive right now? You're approaching me with a freaking weapon. You think if I was a murderer, you'd, I'd just be watching? The Jamaican lady pokes... Charles in the ribs. Get out of here right now, man. Are you Jamaican or just have a speech impediment? You got to be going now. Get out of our room. All right. We be jamming. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm getting maybe mixed signals from you, lady. The the lady with the lamp starts advancing towards you with her lamp raised high. Come on, Dad. They don't want our help. Let let them alone. Are we really gonna do this? You're surrounded, sucker. Leave them alone. If they want to fend for themselves, they are more than they're more than welcome to. I mean, if they want to die, they're Mormon. That explains a lot. Good luck. I grab Dad and I pull him out of the room. Shut, swinging the door shut. Door slam shut. Key falls off. All right, I'm going to bend down and pick up the key, and I said to tell Dad, let's just go back to the maintenance room. Nobody wants our help. Fine. I didn't want to help them anyway. Let's go see if Dandy has found anything. We're going to head back to the maintenance room, go in, shut the door, and lock it behind us. As you do so, uh, you open up the door to the maintenance room, and why don't you each give me a listen, Roland? All right, I needed a 50, got a 39. I needed a 61. Well, technically, I needed a 30. Matt. And I rolled a 79. I failed is what you need to say. <laughs> I needed a 50 and I got a 50. Uh, both Samantha and Charles, as you open up the door and you see Dan sitting there pouring over the hotel ledger, you hear from the floor above, almost exactly above you, what sounds like a gunshot. Oh, shit. Um, shit. Somebody's got guns. We can't compete against guns, Dad. I got two guns right here. Boom and I'm boom. I'm sure that uh... we need to be quiet and we need to secure this door. I'm going to look around for anything that we can put in front of the doorway. Uh, you barricade the door. Time for night-night. I've been pouring over this ledger here. Okay. And I think I've marked off everyone that we've talked to. And there are definitely a couple of people here, staff members included, that we have not seen or met. Suspicious. Okay, like who? Staff-wise, we have not met one Marie Truffaut, unless I'm misremembering things, but I think I got everyone. We have not met... A Georgie Emmett, a Rita Palmer, or a Lulu Wykowski. Charles, you obviously know the name Lulu. She just came at you with a lamp. Damn, we met Lulu. Wonderful woman. Real character. Okay. Guest-wise, room 102, Gina Jervis. Room 202 or 102? 102. Okay. Room 105, there's Alma Tutin. Tutton? 305, there's Melvin Otto. And 307, there's an Ann Janney. As far as my memory goes, those are everyone we have not met. Okay. Boy, this place is packed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to hand the ledger over to Sam so she can look at it. As you do so, Dan, you notice something unusual. There appears to be like a little trickle of dark liquid oozing in one corner of the maintenance room up towards the ceiling. Um, guys, uh, I'm going to point my flashlight at it. Uh, anyone know what that might be? It's the grudge. Why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden? Nope. I needed a 45 and I rolled a 71. Might be oil? It might be oil. I'm going to shine my flashlight up and take a look, take a couple steps towards it. You can go ahead and roll if you want. I needed a 76, I got a 78. I said, I think it's just a stain. Yeah, it looks like maybe some sort of motor oil? Hey, Chuck, what does that look like to you? That looks like some type of fuel or motor oil. Here, I'm going to hand him my flashlight. Why don't you go take a closer look? I'm going to go take a closer look. That's clearly we struck the soda fountain <laughs> at the cafe above us. Roll for liquid detection? Is that a thing? Just do it. Uh, wouldn't it be still a spot hidden? Because that's what we both did. It's not blood, is it, Dad? Yes, it is. Great. So now the walls are leaking blood. Someone shot the building. Let's see if we can figure this out. We're in the maintenance room. What's directly above us? What room? 106. According to my incredible architectural knowledge, it's 106. Carol Burt's room? I asked Purfoy if she had come back when I got back here and he said that he hadn't seen her. So either he's lying, which we can't exactly grill him about considering he's God knows where on this island. He's not on the island. He went swimming. Use your memory. Or someone else 
went into Carol's room. Maybe she's returned since we last spoke about it. Yeah, that. But why would there be blood coming from her room? I imagine somebody's probably injured. We heard the gunshot. There was a gunshot? What? (laughs) (laughs) Who's on first? Who is this? Yes. So if there was a gunshot, maybe that was her shooting someone in her room. I mean, she's a cop. There's a good chance she'd have a gun, right? Uh, You would think so. To protect herself, maybe she pulled that out. You know what the best plan is? For us to not go without a gun to a place that we just know someone got shot with a gun. All in favor? Oh my god, I just found a pneumatic nail gun. Powered by what, battery? Or are you going to take the air compressor up with you and plug it in? It's powered by CO2 cartridges, my friend. I'm just going to blow really hard into the other end of the hose and hope that works. (laughs) I really like the idea of him bringing an air compressor upstairs and plugging it in and waiting as it pumps air. Go ahead and roll up. I needed a 61, I got a 64. No pneumatic nail gun, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, that was a plastic bag. No, no, those are wild dogs. Oh, it's podcastception. <laughs> so what are we going to do? Are we just going to stay down here forever? Yes. We don't have enough food, and I think I forgot water. So. <laughs> okay, I'm not crazy, but I feel like we only might be here overnight. So I don't think we're going to die of starvation or thirst. I don't know, man. That, that storm didn't look like it was going anywhere anytime soon. It looked like it was hovering over this island. That's remarkable. Call a meteorologist. The phones don't work, Dad. Call a telephone repairsman. Okay, I'll get right on that. <laughs> Why didn't I think if it wasn't raining, I'd use my training in smoke signals, but, you know. Let's barricade the door some more. Help me move this. I wonder if there is a ham radio around here somewhere. Don't talk about food right now, okay? This is no time. Help me move this um, rack in front of the door. Okay, I'm going to walk over and help her move whatever heavy object she is attempting to move in front of the door. You are successful. All right. Here, everybody get some food. Even if you're not hungry, you got to eat. So you bust out some uh, sandwiches yeah, and, and I c- cut a little up, bit of bread. I, don't cut up. I just eat, hand them each an apple and put the rest aside. And uh, you guys have your little picnic there laid out. And just as you're getting ready to bite into a lovely chunk of bread with some meat on it, the generator gives out and you're plunged into darkness. And that's where we're going to call it. Fuck! No, come on! Hey, you're the ones hold up. <laughs> Damn it, Janet. I knew that probably was a mistake, but... All right. So, uh, before we call this quits, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some recommendos. Matt, how about you? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, This week, I'm going to recommendo a lovely little game from the Tomorrow Corporation, the people behind Little Inferno, called Human Resource Machine. It's a, uh, a puzzle game where you are a lowly level peon at a company attempting to work your way up the corporate ladder and to do so you have to complete puzzles and all the puzzles are it's uh, like programming based where you have a task you have to do and you have a, a simplified list of commands that you can make your little guy do and you have to put those in certain orders to accomplish your task and I really like it because it is that that programming style of, of thinking. I spent a good amount of time learning different programming languages and whatnot. So I really enjoy that that kind of logical thinking process. And I think it's it'd be a lot of fun for anyone else who enjoys those kinds of puzzles. You find the name of yours, Brian? Yeah, yep, I found mine. Um, it's called Gantz Zero. It's an anime. I haven't seen an anime like this since probably Wicked City and Akira Smash Together but with a modern CGI look. It's really well done. The story's okay, but the strange and weird and bizarre of this is is phenomenal. Basically, it's people who die are used as to play a game after they die. 
And that game is to fight very strange and weird monsters. I don't want to give any more away, but it's really, really freaking cool. Um, watched it last night. And I was just putting it on so I could have uh, Japanese to fall asleep to. <laughs> is so what you find it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Or... Yep. Oh, um, cool. Gantz, G-A-N-T-Z colon zero or O. I'm not sure. I might look into that. I've I've never really been one for anime, but you know, it's I'm it's, it's, and it's, it's dubbed in English. So if you don't like the subtitles, you can listen to it in English. But really, really impressed with it. Jeremy liked that too. It's called Gantz Zero Anime on Netflix. I'm assuming George has prepared something over the the past couple of hours. There's this soda store that just opened up near us called Rocket Fizz. They have one that I got that was grass soda. I bought it assuming it would be lemon lime. Uh, It's actually grass flavored soda. I don't even know if this is technically a recommendation. It was interesting and it tastes like exactly like grass. So if you like the taste of grass, then check out grass soda. I love a a nice cold bottle of a freshly mowed lawn on a hot summer day. I like licking lawnmower blades. It's not freshly mowed. It's like, it's like dank mowed grass. Like it's, it's been sitting in the sun for a couple of weeks. Wet and sticky with a little bit of mold. Not like 420 dank. No, it's like, it's like it might, you should probably get it out of the yard. It's starting to smell bad kind of grass. Cool. Well, my recommendation for this week is a movie that Brian and I saw a little while back called Under the Skin, starring none other than Scarlett Johansson, the lovely, lovely Scarlett Johansson. And without giving up too much away, she is a foreign creature in a foreign land here on Earth. She lures men of all shapes and sizes into what can only be termed as a ant tramp of some sort, I guess. Essentially harvests harvests them for their energy and life force. And it is a really stylish, creepy, cool movie. I it, it occurred to me because it does have sort of Lovecraftian themes to it. You could almost imagine that Scarlett Johansson's character, her alien being, is uh, one of the old ones or some creature related to the Lovecraftian mythos. And it is just a really cool, it's sort of a sad, uh, sort of ends on a sad note, but really creepy cool not quite horror not quite sci-fi just something in between and just kind of gets under your skin appropriately (laughs) enough so i definitely recommend the movie under the skin it's like the realization of humanity really if you look at it you know from an outside perspective just don't watch it while you're at work because it is not appropriate it is not appropriate for at work well that's going to be it for this episode of lovecraft tapes thank you for listening please subscribe on itunes google music stitcher or anywhere you download your regular podcasts if you like what you hear please rate and review us on itunes meanwhile you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our social media including facebook reddit youtube and our wiki you can find me on twitter at lovecraft tapes and if anyone happens to know a really great otolaryngologist, you can you know hit me up on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. You can find me also on Twitter at Brian Podcasts. Oh wait, <laughs> get off my lawn! All right. Well, until next time, roll for sanity. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.